Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Sobibo, and I have the pleasure today on iHeartRadio to welcome a wonderful, wonderful music artist. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Aaron J. Kearney. He is, uh, how can I say, he is one of the greatest composers of all time. So he is, listen to that. A Pulitzer Prize and Grammy Award-winning composer. Just that. I mean, how can you get these two amazing and very, very important uh, recognition? Well, simply by writing the best music ever. And his music has been played all over the place with wonderful orchestras, um, such as the New York Philharmonic, the Philadelphia Orchestra, and a lot of important, important ventures. Ladies and gentlemen, right now over the phone is the very important Aaron J. Kearney. Aaron, how are you today? I am just great. It's totally a pleasure to be speaking to you, David. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So I know you're on the go. I know you're walking uh, in the park or in the streets. And as always, <laughs> I love to... I love to bother people. You know, this is my specialty is to bother people. But I know that great geniuses like yourself, they love to be bothered. By we do. I love to know. be bothered. Exactly. <laughs> so, first of all, um, congratulations. It's an understatement, but really congratulations for all that you have done for the world of music. Uh, congratulations you, for your career. Congratulations for giving these 12 beautiful notes to all these musicians across the world and bringing people together. So first of all, the first question I would like to ask you, Aaron, is where are you from and how did you start music in the first place? How music came into your life from what you can remember? Well, I was born in Philadelphia, and my mother, I don't know how she knew, but at a very early age, she had me starting voice lessons. I hadn't even learned how to, write, uh, how to read music at that point. And um, from then on, when I got to school, someone said, we need violinists in the orchestra, we need singers in the choir. And so that is what really, it really came through, the school programs that I came into contact as a, as a young person. And that was so crucial to my early education. And then what made you become a composer? Because it's not just like you're doing songwriting, you know, like you sit on the piano and, and you start to write a song about, uh, you know, a heartbreak or something like that. It, it, you really write, I mean, uh, full pieces. How did you start to, to, to become a how did you start to become a composer, and what made you become a composer? Well, it was all out of curiosity. I was, I was playing the piano and the violin and the singing, as I said, and I was just basically sitting down at the piano. I found a private place in my school where I could be alone and improvise, and from those improvisations, I started working with a teacher who uh, showed me some rules, which I tried to break immediately, of course, and uh, uh, really from there, it just became something I loved to do and was a way to express my, my deepest feelings and my greatest interests. Uh, and it really started from there. 
Wow. And, you know, this is something that I truly admire uh, for, um, I would say, composer, classical composer, contemporary, is to go after all these big guys that we had before, like Mozart, Beethoven, um, uh, Mahler, or the Schumann, all these yeah. guys. And, and how do you find your place? Because um, I think it's more difficult to be um, uh, classical, contemporary, or tell us also how do you qualify yourself, uh, classical, contemporary composer, uh, to go after all these big guys in the chronological order, I'm talking, rather than, you know, you can be Stevie Wonder and it doesn't mean your songs are better than the guy who just started out. You know what I mean? No, like, no. It's not, you know, the success is measured very, very differently. How do you feel about that, Alan? Well, you know, I'm not going after them. They're the, they're the past. They're the, the, the great icons of history. And they are, you know, they are great inspirations for me and for my students and for other classical composers of today. Um, and I, I look to them for, you know, for inspiration about, the, you know, the great masterpieces they created. Um, I try in my own way to build on that, and, and it's very intimidating because of the greatness of their work. Uh, but but I try to make something that comes from my own voice and my own, as I said, my own, my own feelings. Um, and that's, that's really the starting place. And I try not to measure myself again. I try not to measure myself, even though it's nearly impossible to do that. One advantage I will say is we tend to live a lot longer than a lot of those composers. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, that, that is a good thing, but also, uh, with you, I hope we're not gonna have uh, any uh, lost uh, transcript of uh, of music or an opera or something like that. So we, <laughs> I, I really hope you know you you put a lot of yourself online and edited so that you know it would not be uh, lost uh, for sure. Um, so one thing I'm really, really so happy you have done is that as a classical um, composer, you have also regarded all these people such as Duke Ellington as, uh, oh no, these people are not jazz, uh, jazz musicians. Uh, they don't play in the same uh, playground than us, the classical composers. You know what I mean? You embodied oh, no. all oh, music. Exactly. Yeah. You embodied all these geniuses, uh, Alan Copland, uh, all the great uh, people, Kurt Weill, everybody, you know. I'm so happy you have done uh, that. Uh, can you tell us a few words about how you you love to embody all these uh, musicians from so many different, uh, I would say, genres? Well, you know, David, I, I love so many kinds of music and so many composers. It doesn't matter whether they're classical or jazz or rock or, or you know, all these, there's so much great music. And... Uh, there's there's no sense in my mind of a kind of competition or this is better than you know there isn't that kind of uh, placing oneself or one style above other music. We live in a world where so much is possible, and there are there are so many styles and and so many great things going on in all the styles. So I try to respect that and fill the music with what I love and what's important to me. And and we love you 
for that. And I invite everybody to really, of course, listen to your music, but also read everything uh, that we can read about you. Can you imagine that, you know, we could uh, interview Mozart or Beethoven and <laughs> talk about their music? So today that we amazing. have that. And, and we have to really celebrate our geniuses. We have to celebrate composers such as yourself uh, because they are with us. And we live in this era where we can uh, talk to geniuses like yourself. So now, fast forwarding to uh, today. You are coming up with some new wonderful material. Tell us about it, Alan. Well, the most recent thing that just came out just a few weeks ago, um, back oh, a year and a half ago, I was, unfortunately, I, I uh, like many people, I got, I got COVID. I was ill with COVID, and luckily it was, it was relatively mild. I didn't need to go to the hospital, but that was back early at the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, through that experience and the reading and just all around in New York City, there was so much, and around the world, so much suffering and so much loss that I, I sat down at the piano and I wrote an elegy, a piece in memory uh, of, of uh, those that had passed from COVID and music, what I, which I hoped would help families of victims uh, 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 process it and have a way to grieve through, through music. Uh, after I did that, I commissioned a, a short film by a wonderful filmmaker, uh, uh, to, and, and that film used for part of it the music as the background. It was a film of people that had been lost to, to COVID. And uh, I've made versions of this for over, but the most recent version uh, is for the wonderful harpist Yolanda Kodanasis and her husband Michael Sachs, who's the principal trumpet of the Cleveland Orchestra, amazing musicians. Uh, and I, they asked me to make a version that they could play together as musicians and also as husband and wife. And just recently released that, and they they loved the music. They they saw the film and they asked me to do this. Uh, so that's the most recent thing, and I hope it reaches people who need solace and who need uh, an expression to help uh, uh, to process this very difficult time in the in, in the world. Exactly, I'm glad you're saying all of that, and uh, uh, there is now, thank God, the, the the vaccine. Whether or not people agree, but. To me, I think I'm pro-vaccine a thousand percent. But um, yeah. against anything bad, uh, anything else, you listen to the music of Aaron J. Kernis, and I can bet you that all your problems will go away because the <laughs> music is, is truly, truly a, a, a blessing. You know, this is one of the greatest geniuses of all time. Wonderful um classical, contemporary uh, composer. How, how would you qualify yourself? What, what would be your title if you meet someone in the streets and say, what do you do? What do you answer? Well, I think you, you had it exactly right in terms of a label where I'm a classical, a you know, contemporary classical composer. But, but, you know, that's just a label. What I'm really trying to do is express uh, uh, things that cannot be said in words. Music is the ultimate expression of our conscious and our, our unconscious. 
And uh, I'm just trying to give people something powerful, something dramatic, something beautiful that will uh, engage them and be meaningful for them. And that's what we musicians do. And you are doing, can you believe, I love to, 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 to talk about it to, to great people like yourself. Can you believe that it's been, what, 500, 600 years that there is music as we, as we know it? And it's the same 12 notes that have to be all that music. It's amazing. I mean, I mean some people are using what, many more notes than 12. Uh, yeah, yeah. How those those can can say so much. And, exactly. Uh, it's inexhaustible. Exactly, and in your music, we cannot stop listening to it. Of course, I can encourage everyone to purchase the music of the supra talented Aaron J. Kearney. Aaron J. Kearney, who is, I make you remember, a Pulitzer Prize winner and a Grammy Award winner. Hello. This is this is like <laughs> this is really really cool. Um, before we say goodbye to to each other, I don't want to abuse your 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 generosity and and your time. What are your next projects? Uh, moving on, what are you going to do next? Well, I'm I'm doing a lot of exciting projects. Um, I'm coming up with a piece for a series of brass players from all over America. They're called National Brass and their players from the great orchestras from this country, and that will be for the spring. And another thing, and maybe I, I, maybe I should announce this, but I'm too excited not to. I, I, I won't say everything about it, but I'm planning to write a piano concerto for the great French pianist Jean-Yves Toubaudet. Uh, I'm thrilled about that project, and that's coming up wow. a couple of years, but it's going to take me a long time well, to you make know, that. Listen. I think you have the French connection because I'm French and Johnny <laughs> is French also. So <laughs> I think he just did a great album recently. So, uh, yes, he did. Big shout out to uh, Jean-Yves. And uh, while we are with the shout out, big shout out to uh, Max Horowitz from Crossover Media and to your uh, beloved uh, agent, Elizabeth Dworkin, who was Uh, very, uh, very gracious, but mostly to you, uh, my dear Aaron, for being Thank so, you so kind, much, for so much available uh, to be with someone like myself. And that's the truth. I mean, geniuses, they, the, the higher you go, the, the kinder they are. So uh, please continue to grow. <laughs> I, I will. And it's very kind of you to say that, David, and it's really a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, God bless you. I'll let you go. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Sarivo. I had the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio, on the Culture News, the super-talented Aaron J. Kearney. So Kearney is spelled K-E-R-N-I-S. A lot of people sometimes tell me, why don't you spell the last name? So Kearney is K-E-R-N-I-S. My accent is from New Jersey, in case people are wondering. <laughs> so it's a beautiful day today. And right now, more music on the heart radio. God bless you guys, and God bless Aaron J. Kearney. Thank you, God, for bringing us this lovely man. Maybe good blessing. Have a lovely day.